in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the CEO Writer Podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. If you like this podcast, subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you consume your podcast content. Elon Musk must go. He must go. He must be removed as CEO. So I'm not sure that I mentioned that earlier in the podcast. I told you I wasn't a fan of what he did, but he's got to go. So the actions of earlier this week where he gave a he gave a talk on the Joe Rogan podcast, smoke marijuana, I believe it's legal in California, but may have violated company policy. When, when you're, so I don't, I don't care what the, what the corporate bylaws are at Tesla, but when you're a public company CEO, investors own you. So even if you're doing whatever it is that you're doing on your own time, if what you're doing in your own time becomes public, that's up for scrutiny. And even if you're the founder of a company, the company uh, institutional investors own you if that's a public company. And they have a right to, to bash you over the head. I'm more upset as a former participant in the public equity markets at his, what I believe, was a fraudulent attempt, or rather an attempt to squeeze the shorts when he tweeted several weeks ago and when Musk tweeted several weeks ago, funding secured, referring to his take private transaction where there was never a a, pen to pen was never put to paper about a take private transaction. Sounds like he had some meetings with international investors. It was mentioned as an aside. There was never real talk about a take-private-deal structure. So the SEC is investigating this. That came out a couple of weeks ago. Apparently the SEC had been investigating Musk and Tesla prior to the, the take-private funding secured tweet from several weeks ago. And I don't know if they'll ever be able to prove that it was a short squeeze like I believe it was. But at a minimum, you can't have a CEO firing stuff off like that on Twitter without it first having been cleared and 8K being filed. You just can't shoot from the hip when you're a public company CEO. I know if I did that when I was a banker, when I was an equity research analyst, definitely would have been removed from the job. Probably would not have been able to participate in in the markets if I misrepresented something the way I believe Musk misrepresented Tesla's quote-unquote take-private transaction. There was never a take-private transaction. After the tweet, after it was clear that he was in hot water, he tried to quickly assemble a take-private transaction or gave off the, the perspective, the optics, that he was trying to put a deal together when he had bankers come in uh, the week after into the office and go through the machinations. And after several days, just decided, oh, well, you know, we're not going to take it private. So it was clearly, in my view, a short squeeze. And I'm not long or short the stock. Every, my capital's in CEO Raider. And I'm not a fan of the shorts, per se, but I'm a fan of what's fair. I don't recall off the top of my head how many billions of market cap. The squeeze was, stock went from, what, 320 to 380? When he announced the take private deal? So you've got the short squeeze, which I believe, again, was was fraudulent. Securities fraud. 
that should be enough to remove him and have him serve a year or two in white-collar prison if it was enough for Martha Stewart with whatever number of dollars it was that she was found guilty of on insider trading some number of years ago, a decade or so ago. The dollars associated with with, with Musk's short squeeze dwarfed anything that Martha Stewart Stewart was guilty of, whether or not you're a fan of Martha Stewart. So that's one. They've got the operational challenges, which is fine. I give them a pass on that. My advice would be just take a more conservative approach with the street, put numbers out there, unit seal numbers you know you could beat. That's more of an investor relations issue, a positioning issue. The smoking weed on YouTube during an interview, that's that's BS. For me, if I'm on the board, that's enough for me to want to remove them. So that's strike two. And then the nonsense that's been going on for the past number of months. They lost John McNeil as the head of sales. I've, I've met John. I don't know him extremely well, but I met him once, maybe twice. Full disclosure, look to I shouldn't say look to acquire his company. When I was leading corporate development at Solera, I met with John to learn about his former company. To figure out if it would be something that makes sense to acquire. So never actually had a discussion around an acquisition in terms of deal structure. But met with him, liked him, very sharp, very structured in his thinking. So he bailed quickly on Tesla. Uh, They lost the head of sales, what, several weeks ago, around the time of the earnings report. Today, the chief accounting officer walked, not some low-level accountant, the former CFO at Seagate. So it's it's an S show over there at Tesla. Good people don't want to hang around. I mean, I couldn't have written the script any better. This, This... gives credence to our post that we put out earlier in the week, the article, the premium article we put out under Tech Today, where we talked about founder CEOs, creators versus builders. And Elon Musk was the face of our creator group, which are founder CEOs that are good at starting a company. And at some point, they just can't scale anymore. They blow up, they self-implode, which clearly Musk is doing right now. And on the builder side, you had Jeff Bezos was the face of the builder side. Somebody, a founder CEO who not only started it, but has built it to become a a trillion dollar company. And it's okay. Most founder CEOs eventually blow up. But Musk is clearly blowing up loudly and somebody should do him a favor, the board, and remove him. That's all for now. See you all next time.